19 Nocturne Boulevard. Nocturne Boulevard? Not far. When you hit Howard, hang a right. Howard meets Philip at a weird kind of angle. Then you cross James and Paul. You can't miss Nocturne. It's just past the automat. 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Your address for suspenseful stories of the speculative, strange, and supernatural. Tonight's episode is Seance. Yes, this is 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Won't you step inside? Did you have any trouble finding it? What do you mean, what kind of a place is it? Why, it's backstage at a college theater. Can't you tell? Give me that. There's Rosemary. Don't forget where you put it. As if I would. I'm the one's got to get more when we run out. I can handle my change. You run out and have a drag. Oh, ho. Morning. Wilt thou be gone? It is not yet near day. Twas the nightingale and not the lark that pierced the fearful hollow of thine ear. Nay, twas the orchestra with my cue. That strain again. It had a dying fall? You'd better be getting ready for your dying fall. Need any help with your... weeds? No, but later you might help me take off... my makeup. Drowning does require so much blue. <laughs> it brings out your eyes. <clears throat> oh, hello. We are observed. Fly. Who's there? What does this mean, my lord? Hannah. Father? Oh, goodness, you're here. We need to talk. Uh, do you need me? Just a second. Father, this is Oliver Feeney. You don't have to like him, but I do. Nice vote of confidence. I know he's not your idea of a son-in-law, not being a business tycoon like you, but he's from an illustrious line of theater folk and a dab hand with a mirror illusion. Oops. You're cute. Go on, I'll follow thee. I'm so glad you could finally meet him. Oh, I can't believe you came all this way just to see me. Finally. There's something very important you need to do. Tis the ghost of your father that comes to us tonight. He says you have not spoken in a long, long time. He passed away three months ago. But before that, there was a... A chasm, a, a break, perhaps a disagreement. I see a, a five. Was it five years ago? No, it was only a couple of... Uh, 1925, then. <gasps> yes! Oh, yes. And I'm so sorry. He wants you to know that he is sorry, too. He's... he's... Trying to trying to speak. Oh, oh. Hannah, Hannah, all is forgiven. You will always be my daughter. I know now the value of love. Oh, Papa, I love you too. Oh, ah, oh, oh. 
and it is over. He is gone. <gasps> that will be fifty dollars. Pretty good. Fake as a three-dollar bill. But you were crying. <laughs> I'm a four-dollar bill. You scamp! How did you know? She didn't know something about the day my father died. None of them know that. Ready to give up yet? Never. But why not? It's not so terrible that he. My would. father would never kill himself. Then it was an accident. Why do you have to blow it all out of proportion? I know my father was murdered, and I won't stop until I can prove who did it. Miss Castle, Mister Beamish, you can go in. Hannah. Darling, Hannah, Mother, Mister Beamish. I wish you would accept this, sweetheart. Claude has been very good to It's me. It's not as if I'm asking you to call me father. What did you want, Mother? Oh, I'm concerned about you. All this spiritualism nonsense. You're running through your trust fund like it's water. If you're trying to overturn your father's will, honey, we know that if he lived a bit longer, he would have written you back in. I don't care about money. I care about the truth. The truth is, we're not going to support you while you're gallivanting around acting like a little idiot. I am investigating my father's murder. How can that be idiotic? By conferring with frauds and hoodoo men. I've also hired a private investigator. He wasn't murdered, honey. You have to see that. It's still my money to waste as I see fit. Oh, you shouldn't. Letter. And when you've come up flat, we won't be so generous. Claude. I'll say this once: If you come crying back home, we'll take you in, but only after you've given up all this nonsense. Press the token in the bowl. Here, it was his. Do not speak a word. Oh. Do not taint my concentration. I don't this year, this year, does new money lend him a man, a man. I see him. He is most sad. I will try to bring him closer. Come a little closer, sir. I just all that yellow is near about ya. He points to himself. And then to you, his name is Spencer, and he is your father. Yes, he knows his name. He looks stern. Come a little closer, sir. But I think it's himself. He is angry with not you. He is not close enough to speak yet. The vibrations are not strong enough. Can I help? And. He is gone. Is there any way to improve the vibrations? 
only with the use of a very special and very expensive incense, I fear. How expensive? Fifty dollars? That might be enough. What's up? Oh, what's that? Just a letter. Crumbs. You must hate that paper to have at it so bad. I'm hoping if I tear it into small enough pieces, it'll never have happened. What? What is it? You remember I mentioned that actor I was going around with? Oh, the one in that photo that's sort of Italian looking. You wouldn't know Black Irish from Black Bottom. So what about him? He's not waiting for me anymore. The bum! Don't say that. You don't know him. You're gone for five months. Five measly little months. And he just jumps off the train? That's a bum. I'm the one who left. You had good reason. Besides, didn't you want to bring him along? Mother wouldn't have liked it. He's not good people, I expect. If he's good enough for you... He's good enough people for me. Except that he's a bum. The gentleman you sent for, sir. Uh, wait, no, wait. Have a seat, Mr. Onius. Very well. What's this all about? I believe my stepdaughter... Hannah Castle hired you. Sorry, pal. Private detective code and all. Five hundred dollars. What? She can't possibly be paying you enough. I'm offering you five hundred dollars. Just tell me anything you plan to tell her, and anything you find out about her. It ain't ethical. From what I've been able to find out, you're not a man overly burdened in that area. Do we have a deal? Your father is very upset. His soul is in torment. Really? It is numbers. He says the numbers are holding him down. Can't be the stocks. What kind of numbers? Very large numbers. I see numbers in green. Like money? Ah, yes, money. But why is money a problem? He says... The money holds him down like shoes of iron. He says, you must clean the money. How? I can undertake to do that for you. You must bring as much money as you can, preferably bills your father has actually touched, if you have any. And we will put it through a purifying ritual. I'll, I'll see what I can do. It. It's me. <gasps> no. How are you? Oh, uh, goodness. I'm so glad to see you. You don't sound it. I'm just surprised. Why didn't you telegram? Get in here. 
Are you staying in town? I only just got in. I figured there'd have to be a theater in a town this big that would need a dresser. I'll help you. And until you find a place, my sofa is yours. Thanks ever so. Can I get you something? A little juice, maybe? Some coffee? You haven't、uh, asked about Oliver. No, I, I didn't. When you left, he went a little loopy. Actors, they're all a little loopy to start with. Anyway, I know everything I need to know about what Oliver's up to these days. He missed you awfully. Really broke him up. We wrote. He could have come with me. And then last week, he just vanished. Ah, Mr. Onius. I hope you have good news. Mixed bag, Mr. Beamish. Looks like your former partner's daughter. Our daughter. Gotcha. Go on. She got a beat up on it about her father being murdered. Oh. Tell us something new, or I'll ask you to、oh. leave the premises. Did you know she suffered another loss recently as well? Really? What? I don't know yet. How close you kept in touch while she was off on the coast treading the boards, but the folks back there say she was close. Real close to a fellow named Afini. She mentioned him, an actor, hardly suitable. Not a very bright lad either. Is that because he said no when you wired him, offering him cash to step away from Miss Castle? <gasps> you didn't. It was on Spencer's behalf. He was very worried about her. Go on, Mister Onius. You have my full attention. The、uh, young man in question has vanished. Vanished? No one vanishes. Happens more than you think. People just walk away from their lives, and unless somebody knows season, there's not much chance of being found out. Where could he have gone? Do you think he might be heading this way? That I don't know, yet. Keep on it. I'll give you a check. First name Paul. Spelled just as it sounds. Are we speaking to Mr. Castle? That's yes, right? Yes, Mr. Castle. Please speak to us. Will you? Will you speak to us? <gasps> please, please be calm, Mr. Castle. Your daughter wants to know about your death. She wants to know. How you die? Do you remember? Oh no! Shh, shh. Let the spirit speak. If you do know how you died, Mister Castle, please knock twice on the table. Do you want to tell us? No, <gasps> but not tonight. Ah. She seemed like the real McCoy. Oh, that table tapping hogwash is so easy to fake. Like in that play you did last year. I know.
Oh, ho. Have a lodger. A friend from the theater. Is this your fellow? Should I be scandalized? No. No. No one's heard from him in a while. Ugh. Better off without him, then. Ah! Yeah! Rosie, this is Gilda, an old friend. Rosie is the best dresser and face paint artist ever. Um. Nice to meet ya. I got good news. I just found out about another one. Another what? <sighs> oh, another medium. I appreciate it, Rose, but I'm starting to lose hope. This guy is supposed to be the absolute top of the tree. Out of the mysterious east, he comes like a scirocco. Sure. Rocco. Really? Where'd they get the sh from? The Mysterious East. Where else? Okay, what's his name? The Great Sanganjis will see you shortly. Nice place. Is that smoke or is my mascara running? More incense. I'm glad you let me come along on this. I've always been... fascinated. Enter. <laughs> Sit. Where? I don't see any chairs. I guess he means on them big pillows. Oh. Next time I'll come in my best lounging pajamas. Come on, girls. It's not that bad. Wind. No, really, we're very happy you gave us an appointment. I cannot read for thee today. No, please. The time is wrong. I told you we were going to be late. Return in two months' time. Two months? But that will be... March 15th. Oh, the anniversary. On the night, the same night he died, Dai Peter will speak. He will point to the killer. But thee must be certain the killer is present for the judgment. If she knew the killer already, we wouldn't be here. We just make sure anyone who might have done it will be there. Leave now and mark you the day. pounds of cliched manure in a five-pound crock. I don't know. He comes very highly recommended. I heard people are just raving about all the amazing things he knows, and he couldn't possibly know. That get-up, with all the robes and scarves and all, you can't even be sure that was a guy under there. And that black eye makeup. Mystics all dress like that. I read in the papers that he found a lost diamond for a Roger in India. Roger. And a runaway husband for a lady in Chicago. If if you're going to wait the two months and have one last big fling, I'm all for it. If I never have to see another one of these crazy mind readers in my entire life, it won't be soon enough. I don't plan to put all my eggs in one basket. Dark, isn't it? Suits most people. 
Don't go getting any ideas, Pops. Not that you ain't a sweet little number, babe, but you're young enough to be my daughter. Fine. Now that we have that straight... How are things with our mutual friend? She's down in the mouth, but determined. I keep trying to steer her out of this funk, but nothing seems to help. You know, her folks are worried she might try something drastic. Is that what this is all about? Oh, I thought they were just spying. Then why'd you agree to talk to me? Oh, I was going to put you off, tell you some lies. Take the money and run. <laughs> and now? I'll think about it. Darling. Mother. No kiss? All business today. Really? Whatever do you mean? I am just about done with, well, what you call all this spiritual nonsense. That's not what I call it. March 15th will be the end of it one way or another. <laughs> the Ides of March. The Ides? Do we know them? Shh. Why the big announcement, Hannah? I'll be having one final seance that night. The great Sanganges has told me that on that night he will be able to point out Father's murderer. No bones about it. That's impossible! That's idiotic! And I want you both to be present. Why should you want us to be there for such a spectacle? I think I understand, Trudy dearest. He says that we must have all the suspects on hand for the great unveiling. <gasps> Suspects! And anyone who decides to give it a miss will just about prove himself guilty. Or herself. <gasps> My gad! Who? Who all is coming? The two of you, a couple of Dad's old business rivals, a couple of my friends, and my father. <gasps> Good day! Aren't you coming? I got a headache. Can I have a headache, too? I'm utterly sick of these little excursions. Fine. I'll go by myself. I'm probably more susceptible on my own anyhow. Oh, I'll come. No. Oh. You put your feet up and get a cool cloth. I'll make the supreme sacrifice. I knew I could count on you. Thanks ever so. How long is she going to mooch off you? Mooch? I know she's your friend and everything, but she's freeloading. It's my money and I don't mind. Besides, you know what they say. Two can live as cheaply as one. But it helps when one is actually making money instead of tossing it away on every Tom, Dick, and Blavatsky to come down the pike. It's almost over. I hope so. The spirits of those who have gone before, they are all waiting in the hereafter for us to join them, anxious that we, the living, should understand that life never truly ends, not with the intercession of the Holy Mother. I didn't realize she was a nun. Anything's better than none. Let us pray.
report. I've done a rundown of as many of those fortune tellers as I could get any sort of handle on. They're a slippery lot. Give me what you've got. I'll read it over later. This one's an outright fraud, convicted in three counties. This one seems sincere but misguided. This one's an actor, and this one's a cocaine addict. I said I'd read them over later. Fine. Except the last one. The great Santa G's. I can't find anything shady about him. Really? Foreign newspapers make him out to be some kind of miracle. He landed on U.S. soil some nine months ago and has been astonishing people ever since. Where's he from? What kind of name is that, anyway? He shipped here from Siam, but I can't find out where he was before that. At least not without going there myself. <laughs> no one's managed to pry any personal information out of him. In fact, no one even sees him outside of a city. He's just this old fella. Sort of a valet. He can't be for real. If anyone is, it's that one. What's the news? Just a second. Uh, not more love letters to that jilter. Shh. She's nosing around about the great St. Ganges. Turns out a whole pile of her pals have consulted him. Really? How did I never hear about this? There. You never asked. Don't worry, you haven't missed much. Mostly it's little things, lost pets, cheating husbands, the kind of things we all know anyway. But enough little things can add up to a very credible reputation. And this will be the last one you go to? Yes, but I can still fit in a couple more first. Ugh. Thank you for coming, Mr. Uh... Smith, Jones, Wilson, Black. Which one? Take your pick. <laughs> Mr. Smith, Jones, Wilson, Black. I need some information from What's you. What's all this about, then? You need me to stay? Stay, Mr. Onius. You, old fellow. I want to know everything there is to know about your employer. About the Sahib? Oh, sir. You don't want to go messing with him. <laughs> What do you mean? He's got powers beyond mortal ken. Of course. He pays you to say that. You think I work for him for the money? No. I can't get away. He knows too much. Sees too much. This geezer's a little unhinged. Hmm. How does he do it? Whatever it is he does. Spirits tell him things. That's all. You're right. He's useless. Give him a couple of dollars and send him along now. You, stay. Me? Right. Here, you go on home. Get me an appointment with that damn swami. Whatever it takes. Right. Have you a picture of your father? Here. If I'd thought of it, there's even a bit of cinematograph film of him somewhere. Oh, perhaps next time. Father liked to tinker with fancy machines. Now, I insert the picture into the slot in my apparatus. Oh, it's not going to hurt your photo, is it? No, no. It gives the machine a focus. Something to hold me now. Ah. Feelings. 
I never saw such a fraud. At least I'm getting quite a tour of every kind of contact one could possibly make with the other side. Oh, they all start to look alike after a while, don't they? What do you mean? The beady eyes, the avaricious hands. <laughs> they probably learned it from the movies, or maybe you did. <laughs> Besides, the great Sanganjis doesn't have beady eyes. He's rather handsome in a dark, exotic way. <laughs> like a sheep? Yeah, or more. I simply won't go. Hannah has made it plain she believes one of us might have killed Spencer. If you don't go, she'll probably decide it was you. Or that medium fellow will. I would never hurt Spencer. Hurt? Of course not. Cheat on him with his best friend now. Claude, you know you seduce me. Because Spencer was more interested in his business than his wife. Especially after Hannah ran off. <laughs> the theater. What well-bred girl in her right mind wants to go on the stage? She was always a good actress. Why can't she act like a debutante then? Claude, do we have to go to this spectacle? Best to play along. She said this would be the last. I'm going to speak to that fellow first. Why? I'll convince him it's in his best interest to give an answer that would end this once and for all. You sure she's not playing any monkey business? She's sincere. It's... Rather tragic, really. She's absolutely convinced her father met with foul play, and this is the only way to prove it. But she was estranged from her father at the time. She says he contacted her. He did? The day he died. Must have cabled or something. It's how she knows if the mediums are faking it. Good. That's good. That might really help lay all this to rest. Did she say what he contacted her about? Mm, never. I don't even know for sure that it happened. Just gathered it from things she said. Leave it to me. We'll get this all sorted out. You said you'd make sure Hannah doesn't get hurt. That is foremost in my mind. Trust me. here. Come closer. So what exactly are you supposed to be? This humble one is merely a conduit from one world to the next. How much? As often as I am called upon. I mean, how much money will it cost? I do not charge. I accept donations. Whatever you feel my services are worth. Five hundred dollars. And you tell my stepdaughter her father died accidentally. And she should drop the case. Ah, you are Mr. Beamish. What has she said about me? Nothing. I do not operate in such a fashion. Someone told you something. Tell me who. A guilty man sees guilt in every face. What is that supposed to mean? Just as I said. Are you going to take my money or what? I would be pleased to accept your donation. <laughs> I knew it.
my mom nervous. Maybe I should go. Harsh. This isn't any different than any other time. I have a very good feeling. This is going to be the absolute it. I hope so. Is this the right? Oh, Miss Castle. Is this that Mr. Peabody you were talking about? I still don't understand, but for the daughter of such an esteemed colleague, bitter business rival. Yes, well, business is business. Neither of us ever took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is it. It better have a phone here so I can call a car when all is finished. I'll make sure you get where you need to go. Good. Hannah dear, I haven't seen you since you got back in town and now this. My father needed me. You do understand I'm here for the show, not that I buy into any of this media mystic hooey. Thank you for humoring me, Margaret. We're here. Hannah? Ah, that's everyone. Please to progress into the communing room. I hope you reminded everyone to wear floor-sitting clothes. Actually, I sprang for a table. Oh. I'm afraid, Claude. Onia said he'd found a way in in advance, so he's lurking about, ready to put the kibosh on this whole thing when the moment seems opportune. <gasps> what? I just felt a cold chill. It went right past my shoulder. A draft, my good woman. Probably just something to put you into the right frame of mind. I know I felt it. I believe you. I think it's a good sign. Let's all get seated, Mr. Peabody. Perhaps you'd sit next to me. Where's our host? He is. It's really the conduit by which the spirit world may speak. He just appeared in that chair. Out of smoke. Oh, please. Yes, yes. Let's get started. Miss Castle, I defer to you. Yes, I'd like to begin. Should I introduce everyone? I needn't know anything. I will not even be present for much of this. <clears throat> How does this work then? I have several techniques to reach the spirits. The simplest is to open myself as a conduit, resonating the way a telephone resonates with the voice at the other end. What if that doesn't work? It will work, lovely one. But if all else fails, I have the magic of the Eras box to fall back upon. And what's that? The cabinet behind the gentleman on my left. If you were to open the door, it would appear empty. But it is possessed of powerful spirits that can open a way to the afterlife and even the most difficult of circumstances. But the price is very high. It all comes down to money, doesn't it? This is not that kind of price. Please join hands around the circle. Will you give me your hand, miss? Ooh, you have such warm hands, Mr. Sandy Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he does. I mean, you do. Claude. He's in the cabinet. He'll see anything we miss. Silence, please. I must concentrate. Ignore City, the audio fiction rock musical, is now part of the Fantasy Network. In this post-apocalyptic future where technology is outlawed, Devin Rimpa, a scrappy bike messenger, befriends a sentient robot head named Saner0805. She embarks on a grand adventure through Ignore City to save civilization before government agents catch up with her. It's Futurama meets the Terminator, but with singing. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and podcast platforms everywhere. 
Hmm. Not much of a show. Shh. I am opening the way. Oh, look at his face! It's changing! Not really, but maybe. Trick of the light. Not much of that, is there? The path to the afterlife widens, beckoning those who would speak. <gasps> there is one here who seeks answers, seeks justice. Speak to your father, Miss Castle. Call to him. Father, please, speak to me. He is meeting with resistance. Is there another here who can call to him? Another who was close? Mother. Mm. Oh, really? I could... You have to. You have to. Spencer? Spencer, are you there? Trudy? Buttercup? You need to be more decisive. Ah, it's him! Shh! Shh! Hannah? Is my little beach bit here? Father? It's really you. It better be. You're wasting enough money on this fellow. You and Claude. What? Father? Uh, away is a clouding over. Mr. Beamish? Just get him back. I'm sure he'll want to explain that no money has passed hands. And won't until we hear what we want to hear. I must open the way again. I'm here. I've come to get justice against my killer. I knew you were killed. The table! <gasps> Everything is moving! You'll be fine. And now, I will take my revenge. Why is that knife rising into the air? I thought you were just going to reveal the killer. Fiddlesticks, Claude. Who would believe a ghost? This is my chance to kill the one who killed me. Ah! Now look what you've done. Did he kill her? Nonsense. The woman just fainted. Almost me too. The knife keeps turning in circles. Doesn't he know who killed him? This is a difficult business. And I want to make him sweat. It's a man, then? Father, just tell us who did it. I'm used to fighting my own battles, Peach Pit. Let's see if I can aim with this. What was that? The killer's in the box? No! It was aimed at him! Beamish? Let's see what's in the box. Blood! Someone should call a doctor. Too late, madam. I've seen death before, and that man is gone. Let's gather my energy again. My aim will be better this time. I'm leaving. Sit. The room is sealed until the spirits are once more returned to the realm they dwell in. Father, you don't have to kill anyone. Anyone else, anyway? What out? What about Mother? Oh, he's not trying to kill her. Peach Pit, you know I will never get my vengeance unless I do it myself. Is it getting dark in here? Yes. All the candles are flickering. That one just went out. And the one over there. I won't be able to see it coming. Somebody, turn on a light. That was more difficult than I expected. The knife, it just came loose. I'll break down this door. I doubt that would help, old horse. That knife went right through the wood of that cabinet door. It'll be able to follow you. Spencer? Spencer? You know that the worst thing I ever did to you was steal the Anderson account, don't you? And that's just business. Business is business. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Long as we're all making a clean breast, I offered Franklin a huge bonus to come over to work for me. Shows weakness on his part to go. I can barely see it in the 
dark. But that knife, it's all spinning again. We all know who he's after. Anyone have some matches? We'll get these candles lit again. I need no light to see the guilt you bear. Father, what if we had some proof? If we could go to the police, would you... Could you leave everyone alive? Crumb like that will never confess. But if he did... Never! That knife looks awfully sharp. There's only one candle left! That will be in the dark! All right! I did it! Satisfied? Not good enough. In front of all these witnesses, you need to confess. Tell us the how and where. All right! Then I might let you live. All right! can poison someone in their ear? They would never check there. So you're all done now? Oh yes, it's all gone very well. What? <laughs> Is this the cake and call? Why do I feel like the punchline of a really big joke? We've come for the body? You're cute. Sorry, there was a misunderstanding. No body. No. Sorry that you had to come all this way. Bye. Everyone decent? No, but come on in. Who's that? May I introduce my fiancé, Oliver Feeney? This is my oldest friend, Gilda Morgenstern. Y you look... different, without all the eye makeup and goo-gahs. Charmed. And this is his father, Paul Feeney. Charmed. You're not dead? Not even breathing hard. And his sister, Rose McCallum. We're already quite acquainted. It's all a put-up job? The play's the thing. Wherein we caught the conscience of the king? The candles worked great. I was getting chills. I was going to say, harder to operate the mechanism. Well, harder to see the wires, too, so it all worked out. But you should have warned me. Wasn't me. Really? Hannah? Did you add the candles? No, I just assumed you... did. <laughs> Father? <laughs> <laughs> now that you know how to find us, don't be a stranger. We have enough of those already. Tonight's episode, Seance, was written by Julie Hoverson with a little inspiration from her old friend, Will. In tonight's episode, Hannah was played by Brenda Dow, or Miss Bren of Mail Order Zombie. Oliver was Michael Coleman of Tales of the Extraordinary. Gilda was Beverly Poole. Rosie was Julie Hoverson. Trudy was Chris Kepler. Claude was Gar Godfrey. Paul Onius was Glenn Hallstrom. Margaret was Jennifer Dixon. Peabody was Rish Outfield of the Doonstief Audio Magazine. And Mr. Castle, Hannah's father, was Grant Bacioco, also known as Dr. Grant, from the radio adventures of Dr. Floyd. Madame Foulet was Julie Hoverson. The medium and Sister Bertrice were played by Rosie. The, the psychic, the valet, and the great San Ganges were played by... Oliver. The Swami and the Professor were played by Mr. Onius. 
Music for this episode was from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and a MIDI file of an old music in the public domain. Cover art for this episode was by Julie Hoverson. Sound effects were found on SoundSnap.com and Sonomic.com and OneSoundFX.com. Sound and mastering was done by Julie Hoverson. The opening theme was by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. The opening credits featured Cole Hornaday, Renaud LaBeouf, and Julie Hoverson. All persons, places, and events in this story were fictitious or used in a fictitious manner and are not meant to reflect any persons, places, or things, living, dead, or undead. Questions? Comments? We would love to hear from you. Contact us at 19nocturne at live.com. That's 19nocturne. Or check out our website at www.19nocturneboulevard.com. Or join us in the 19 Nocturne Boulevard Forum over at audiodramatalk.com. This presentation is copyright 2010 to Julie Hoverson and Reality Productions.